welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue, dog. Grab it up one time, bro. You it's real like hype, bro. it's something real good. You know what I'm saying? Me and Imani is back together for episode one time. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You know, uh welcome back. sadly she's gonna be going again for like another two weeks and then we'll reconvene. Cause Monty is about to get uh, her whole mouth uh, reconfigured. Why don't you tell them what's you, going on, Monty? You don't need to put my business out like that, and you don't need to <laughs> say it like that. I'm just either. saying it might be somebody out there that's nervous about this, and you could give them the strength to go do it. Nigga, I'm nervous. I, I mean, mean, but you're gonna do it though. Listen, y'all. I'm getting my wisdom teeth removed. Um, not one, not two, this not three. This is my three, story to tell. But four. This is my story to tell. Okay. I'm getting all four of my wisdom teeth <clears throat> out tomorrow morning in about eight hours, actually. It's 12 in the morning. My appointment's at 8 a.m. I am not looking forward to it. Um, but, you know, I wanted some Invisalign, and uh, I got too many teeth in my mouth. So this is what it's come to. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not excited, and I'm not encouraging anyone to do it. But you're going to be all right, bro. I am going to be all right. It's just... And it's a necessary step towards you having a perfect mouth. My mouth will one day look like yours. It will one day look like mine. I swear, ain't nobody going to be able to tell me nothing. Once these teeth get straight, yo, I might even stop listening to mom. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gonna stop listening to your mama? <laughs> yeah, she gonna snap the cold fire out. I got straight teeth now. I don't say nothing to me, yo. I feel you, son. So what's up, man? Before we get into some hot topics for this week, what's going on, my guy? It was Thanksgiving. We just had Thanksgiving, bro. Um, I saw a tweet that said, in order to make. The mac and cheese at family gatherings, you gotta like come with three references and you know, some some clout. So, <laughs> so anybody can't make the mac? Absolutely not. Anybody can make the other stuff? Apparently, according to Black Twitter, the mac and cheese is like the holy, like. That's the holy grail. Though, yeah, so. like you gotta have somebody to know what they're doing. So I made that this year. So, Amir, um, <laughs> what's up? I mean, it was dope. It was really good. It was really good. I don't even know if that's the one joint that I would look at. Like, you need references, like, to come to the table with, though. I mean, I would say that and the dressing. Other that's than what that, I was about to say. The dressing. I was going to say, what, I the feel collard like, greens? You can't really mess up collard greens. I feel like it's, it may be hard to make an exquisite macaroni and cheese, but I feel like it's hard to make a horrible mac and cheese. Like, it's not much to it. Okay. Um, I feel like just, it's just a lot more that goes into dressing. You just completely disrespected what was awarded to me this Thanksgiving. No, I'm saying yours was extremely good. It was great. I'm just saying, like, just in the grand scheme of things, like, if someone said you got to make macaroni and cheese or stuffing, like, I would feel more comfortable having to make macaroni and cheese. I don't know where to start with stuffing. Yo, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't you, know where to start with. Let stuffing. me tell you how Caucasian Amir is for calling dressing stuffing. I you I Caucasian call it man, you call- called it stuffing twice. When? Twice within the last ten seconds, you were Caucasian. Just now, you're Caucasian. I say 
Yeah, you did. What is a stuffing, bro? What is stuffing? So it's only wait. It's all wait. Nigga, you from Wisconsin? <laughs> wait. No, wait a minute. So white folks you they, adopted. Wait a minute, no, real quick. But it's stuffing because white people put it in the turkey, right? White niggas <laughs> stuff it. Wait, the whites stuff it in the turkey. The whites stuff it in the turkey, <laughs> which is why they call it stuffing. When have you ever seen mamas wait, stuff so our I, our turkey with some dressing? Wait a minute, so they make the stuffing. Yeah. Sever it from the turkey. Yeah. Stuff it in the turkey ass. And then. <laughs> yeah. And just to take it back out. To put it on their plate. They leave it in there. They leave it stuffed in there. You do <laughs> I don't think I said stuffing. I gotta run this back. Yo, you said it twice, bro. I okay. feel like I said dressing. It's good because I know that, the listeners minute, but heard is that, stuffing. Is that, is that why black people don't call this stuffing? Do you think it's something historical to that? Like, Do, I mean, like listen. black man was calling it dressing. White man took the recipe but started stuffing it up the turkey butt, and then the black man was just like, "Nah, I can't have that." I mean. Yeah, because you know how they would give us, like, back in the day, they'd give us, like, the worst of stuff, but, like, we made it hella great. So I feel like these... The black family said, we might have it rough, but we ain't putting our stuffing up there. Heck <laughs> no. Nah. Heck no. Nah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> we made it a delicacy. Oh, man. Okay. And then, real quick, because I've been going through this, like, with some of the homies. Dang, for real money? Come on, bro. Yo. I'm getting I'm surgery. Stall, nigga, I'm going to stall, stall you out this time. Thanks, Holmes. Hey, real talk, though. Real talk. This is a real question. Hmm? I've been getting this the last few years. Like, so it's niggas that... Do you shop on Black Friday? Do I shop on Black Friday? Yeah. Nah. Why? Um, <laughs> You know, it's... It's become something that's a little violent for my liking. I'm not getting stampeded for some sales. Like, I'm not getting, I'm not standing in no long lines. Like, I'm not doing none of that. So, I feel like that's what is now part of Black Friday. So, I'm not doing it. I feel you on that. One, I don't like lines. I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. Two, I don't like being around a whole lot of people like that. Yeah. Crowded. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. So, no, that's not for me. But this is what I've been hearing. Why niggas ain't shopping on Black Friday. Now, this could just be some of my black. Oh, when you say niggas, you're just speaking of your black. I'm talking about the blacks. Okay, go ahead. So, apparently, niggas think, some niggas think that it's a historical aspect of Black Friday, like, Niggas was getting sold for like bogos, like buy one get one freeze, <laughs> or buy one nigga get one half off, like in slavery times. Oh and my that, <laughs> And that is the historical, you know, what I'm saying history behind Black Friday, is that niggas was getting sold for discounts on Friday. Have I've been you, looking. I haven't found no research to back that up. Okay, I was gonna say, have you? I haven't, found, this? I haven't found nothing that has made that like yes that's it so i just want to know why you wasn't shopping i just wanted to know if you just ain't like the shopping or if you was one of them like i'm not a buy one get one 
No, it, it honestly has nothing to do with that. I'd be right out there with the rest of them if um, it wasn't for them lines and okay. crowds of people. Okay. All right, real quick before we jump into everything. Uh, Christmas is coming up. What's your favorite Christmas album? My favorite Christmas album, nigga? That's, That's what you what said? said. <laughs> That's what I just said. I'm going to keep it solid. I feel like Mariah Carey. That's a good one. Is like the the holidays like on repeat like album That's for lit. Christmas. Like I, I can't really play nobody else's Christmas music out like I could play some Mariah Carey. That's lit. She got that. All right. So I'm not going to go typical. You feel me? I'm going to step outside the box a little bit for you niggas. Mm. I'm going. <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm saying I feel I feel that way, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to one you up and say the Backstreet Boys Christmas album is arguably one of the greatest albums of mm. all time. My <laughs> God, you're gay! Wow. <laughs> I was expecting anything but. Hey, that. look! I'm just saying it was a point in my life. You feel me? Were you were gay? No. Oh, okay. Where I was listening, you feel me? To all of the, all of the homies. This is back when boy bands was cool. Backstreet Boys, In Sync was getting it lit. And if somebody tells me different, you lying to yourself. Nah, I was a, I was a <clears throat> fan, man. Of who? Of In Sync, the Backstreet Boys. Bro, how could you not be? I remember this one time, me and mom came home, and a Backstreet Boys song had just come on. So I hurried up and ran upstairs and turned on the radio so I could still catch the rest of the song. And I hopped on Mama's bed and started dancing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I leaned on one of her bed poles broke and it, broke that it. whooping. <laughs> Damn, bro. You I didn't even a, get a whooping. You are. A she thought I was girl. dead, so I got a pass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's a good story. Thank you. All right. Holiday story. So we got some stuff to update the black community on, bro. No, not post <laughs> So the Grammys albums category, Grammy album of the year category, has no white men in it. I was about to say no whites, but it is a white woman. <clears throat> no white men in it for the first time in 19 years, bro. Damn. So, album of the year nominees, Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love, Lord Melodrama, Jay-Z, 444, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, and 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. Mmm, Bruno got that. Easy. Money. And and you niggas can be mad all you want, but all I'm going to say is, when that 24 Karat Magic come on, when that... What's the other joint? He got he got slizaps yeah, on there. It's a couple. He got slaps on there. Wait a minute. What's the other one? Uh, I know what you're talking about too. Calling all my lovelies. Champ. That one. Is 24 karat the one where you're talking about champagne, strawberry kisses, and stuff? Nope. That's the that's strawberry. That's the strawberry champagne. Joint. Okay, so he got about like three that come to mind. He got the arguably three hits. That's yeah. Dogging niggas' careers. Dang. All on this album. So. <laughs> Congratulations, Bruno. You got it. <clears throat> it's a bop, and you deserve that when literally anyone can get up and get down to some of your songs. 
oldies, young folks, blacks, the whites, the mechs, like literally anyone can get down to what? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? You said you said pink bags. (laughs) I don't know. There was something Nigel said one day. Anyway, yo, so. Uh, but now that you're right, when you could cross all of those lines, <laughs> all of those lines, only ones I didn't hear was Lord's album, Melodrama. I got to listen to that now. Yeah, I didn't But, hear. I mean, you're right, man. Everybody like Bruno. He's a performer. Mm-hmm. All his singers are black. All his backup singers is black. <clears throat> he says, you know, Africa is the number one center for music. This is the birthplace of music. Like, he get black folks... They respect. He's Puerto Rican and whole wine, something like that. Thought that little nigga was black and Filipino. <laughs> black and Filipino, one of them. He black and something, so he one of us. Yeah. So congratulations, Bruno. Bring it home for the squad. I'm happy about that. With I the want, bops. I want you to talk about bops. this, man. Your girl. I feel like you was the one who kind of helped break this song. Say <laughs> hey, you could with me if you wanted to. Hey, wait, wait. What I tell you, I did not hear this song before Imani started singing this joint. Son. She's nominated for two Grammys, bro. One so of them being Song fuck. of the Year. What do you think about this, man? How you feel? Yo, again, <laughs> this is a song that anyone bops to. I've seen grown men of all different shapes, colors, and sizes go a little cray-cray when Bodak Yellow comes on. Mm. Women of all ages. I've seen little little girls, moms post their little girls um, singing her lyrics when they come on. I've seen uh, this one family, their baby was crying. Then they put on uh, they put on the Bodak Yellow video and like the baby got all happy. They cut it off. The baby started crying again, bro. So it's like... She's a cultural this, icon. She's an icon. And what I like about Cardi B, man, and I always say this, she is so real, like, she just real. Like, I remember, this is mad random, but what's that movie that Eminem did? Eight Mile. Yeah. You remember in his in his <laughs> final lap, like, rap battle, he, like, said all the thing, like all the negative things about himself so other dude didn't really have nothing to rap about? He got rude. I mean, he got beat up, dude, smashing his Yeah, girl. he laid it all out. So what are you going to say about him? He already said everything. No. I feel like she's low-key the same way. Mm. She got butt shots. She got her titties done. She got her grill fix. She came out about everything. Hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. <laughs> Hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. It was a bag. She came out about. She used to strip. Like she just so. That's why. That's why I mess with her. Like I like that. You know, there's other people, other artists that I like who whatever haven't had any work done or who I can relate with a little bit more because we got some other things in common but I feel like she's at the top of my list because she just so real and she uses her platform to like talk about worldly issues yo and this yo that's a good point like I ain't seen I uh, shout out to Rihanna though because Rihanna did post about Sintonia Brown the girl oh yeah 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 so shout out to Rihanna too but I feel like Cardi B is probably the um one of the main like um musical um artists that's super popping in our in our era that I've seen like do some super big posting about like worldly issues. All right, did it on stage, MTV what was it MTV video music, she did the thing mm-hmm. for Cap. Yep. 
He did the. She was talking about Libya today. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I agree with you, man. I just respect like people who I I think I like about her. And it's funny we was watching that joint Black Mirror, just talking about people not caring. Hmm. I forgot what the name of the episode was. We'll tell it to you guys next time. But Black Mirror is some show on Netflix. Shout um, out to Jazz. Yeah, she that we got put on to. But I just, I'm glad it's people like that just don't care what nobody thinks. They're going to be themselves, be unapologetic. Yep. And in a good way, though. Like, you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, not trying to front like everything is perfect about them or they're trying to be this type of way. And that's what I really, really respect about Cardi man, I can't uh I can't wait to buy her album, you know what I'm saying, just for that. Like you said, her using her platform. She's dope, man. She's she so dope. She deserves all that. It's like she she give me hope, man. She literally like, deserves it, yeah. I feel like yeah, she came from the bottom up. Like she you could she you could really build it. it. And yeah. get a Cardi B T shirt. Uh, hey, it's for real. Off tops. You getting her face tatted? <laughs> no. Shout out to Janae Iko though. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Big Sean tatted. That's love. That's crazy. So we had a couple. Uh, matter of fact, do you do do a drop for yourself? Let them know it's not a video, but let them know you didn't got your computer. All of, just let them update them on what's going on. Hey man, say man, your girl then went and got herself a laptop, bruh. No more waiting for Mir to uh make his little. Bay Area trip so I can use his laptop. I have my own now, so expect them weekly uploads to my YouTube channel. You can check me out on there under Imani Shani. Also, check my Instagram for updates. Same name, Imani Shani. All right, that's it. Well, that's dope. <laughs> and I would say, yo, we haven't been posting a lot for Get Far Magazine, but make sure you following up. Stay on top of it. We got a whole new setup coming in February. I'm really excited about another event. We're going to be doing All-Star Weekend that I'm excited to update you guys on. So keep tuning in. Follow us. And just, you know, follow us for the movement, man. You got to be with us. We're in the cocoon stage. About to sprout out into this beautiful butterfly that's going to fly everywhere. So we appreciate you guys banging with us. Just keep it up. Arriba, nigga. Arriba? Arriba. Maria. Okay. So, a couple things. You want to talk about the University of Purdue? We got a little, a couple little sports things to talk about real quick. The University of Purdue. So, what I got from what I read up on that is that the team, the basketball team, is wearing different shirts or different words on their shirts that either they picked out or their teammate picked out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just different positive um, reaffirming words to kind of, I guess they were saying to kind of bring unity back to the, the sport and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the world. Um, and I think that's, that's awesome. That's again, um, I feel like people using their, that's them using their platform. You know what I mean? Because a lot of eyes are going to see that. And I was in one of my classes. Um, my English teacher was saying that sports originally, like that's what kind of brought different people together first. Mm. Like the whites, the blacks, Asians, uh 
<clears throat> Latins. You know, everybody has like their favorite player, their favorite sport, da da da. Mm-hmm. So you're not really looking at what color this person is. You just know that they that y'all agree on the same player mm-hmm. or the same team, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like sports is like sports is a huge platform for so many reasons and I I don't know of any other school team doing that right mm-hmm. now. And I think that's major too. That that speaks volumes too, that they even started that. Yeah. Uh, definitely, man. It's just uh, it's good because everybody can do their own kind of thing and represent unity or positivity, however they want to do it. Everybody doesn't have to do it the same way, but somebody's doing something. I believe, like you putting positive energy out into the world, like it's gonna have a positive impact. Like it don't matter, uh, you know, if it's like nothing specific that you putting it behind. You may not have an organization or a specific thing you're doing with it, but it's just creating an environment of love where you're starting to put that out. And I think, you know, with some of the great, because, you know, on campuses, like, athletes are some of the biggest role models. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. So when you start putting that energy out there, whether it's pros, whether it's college, it's just building an atmosphere of positivity and an atmosphere of wanting justice, an atmosphere of wanting love and peace and unity. And that's something that can't be silenced because, you know, that's a part of a movement in itself. And energy can't be tamed. Like, once you build it up, energy is going to explode in ways that you've never seen it. So don't tame it. Let it out. Um, So we appreciate our athletes. Uh, Speaking of athletes, two other ones. Uh, It's an interesting article in... I think it's, I don't know how they pronounce it. Is it Blavity? 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 Blavity. Blavity.com. <clears throat> so, look it up, but the article is called How LeBron Saying Nah to Staying at Trump Hotel Led to Boycott That Has Businesses Looking to Change Its Name. So, basically, in Soho in New York, uh, you know, they got a big Trump hotel out there, but they basically partnered with Trump. This they had this for a while. This was way before he was president and stuff like that. They had the Trump Towers. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, um, since last year, I think LeBron was the first one to say, like, nah, we're not staying at the Trump hotels. Mm-hmm. And basically, all of the other NBA teams have followed along with that. They haven't been staying at the Trump hotels, which has usually been one you stay at when you're playing in New York or in Brooklyn. Like, mm-hmm. That's where they like to stay, but they've been saying, nah. And uh, a white guy uh, had got interviewed in this. And was saying that um, it's interesting because now staying, saying you staying at the Trump Hotel or you're affiliated with Trump Hotel is almost like a political stance at this point. You're almost saying you support some of the things that he does, even just by staying at his hotel. And that was one of the reasons why he stopped going. But they said even a lot of the co-workers, or not the workers, but the people that work there, they tips have been cut in half like they made sixty thousand dollars in tips before he was running for president Mm. they said that's been cutting like half like all the way down like thirty thousand bucks so like you were saying the power of the athletes is intense man they got the power cutting off those funds and you know just doing what they feel is right, man. Their voice is being heard. Like, they can make change. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They can make change. And you can let somebody know when you feel in a certain type of way about something. And that's what they did, man. So it's just interesting to see. Very interesting to see. Yeah. And uh, last thing for the sports, Kevin Durant has a dope article in uh, the Bleacher Report. 
talking about uh, just being a black man and um, the difference uh, that a lot of us talk about. But again, I think it's just good to have athletes talking about a lot of this stuff and coming from different generations, Mm. uh, talking about how uh, basketball is kind of saving people's lives, but they understand how it can be crazy for someone. This is a guy, he's from PG County, Maryland place i went to school at in that general area so we know it gets a little rough out there uh so he talked about you know how he made it out but a lot of his friends didn't you know what i'm saying and that still sticks with him and a lot of black men get pushed down in those same areas if they don't play sports or do something in entertainment so it was an interesting read so definitely check that out Hmm. so my g dang oh last one my bad my bad kim davis she just got brought on to the NHL exec team. We got some powerful stuff going on in sports right now. NHL. So, NHL National Hockey League. This is a black woman. Wow. She got brought on. MLB exec team is all white men. NBA execs is all white. And the NFL execs have no black women. So Kim Davis has become basically like the first black woman on that exec team. I know the NBA has a woman, I think she does with like player relations or something like that. I don't know if she's on the exec board, but it's cool. Shout out to Kim Davis. Shout out to you, woman. Yeah, I'm going to post you on the gram, man. Shout out Kim Davis. Tag Represent me. for us. So this is the last subject, and this one is kind of near and dear for a couple reasons. What, nigga? One, we love Denzel. Love Denzel. So we just saw, what was it called? Roman J. Israel Esquire. If you have not seen that, go see that movie. Extremely dope movie. Uh, Different. Real dope. Yeah, real different, but dope, though. Like, definitely liked it. So that's one. We love Denzel. Two, both of us, you know, we got a great father at the house. Dada. Yeah, great father at the house. Love you, Pop. And three, um, you know, we talk a lot about on this show about, you know, prison system, civil rights, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. I was a little, uh, I was a little upset with uh, Black Twitter over the weekend. What happened? As we tried to attack some of us, not all of us. It wasn't a big group. But tried to attack Denzel because he said, basically, um, he can't start with the system in terms of, and he was talking about like dealing with how black people are treated Uh in the system and how we locked up. Basically, that's what he was talking Uh about. He can't just start with the system is, you know, fucked up and blame it on them. He said the first thing it starts with is the home. And he was specifically talking basically about black men. Mm -hmm. And he has said that uh, if you have good fathers raising their children, a lot of this stuff you don't have to worry about because Mm -hmm. it starts at home. Like, we got to start at the home before we can talk about anything else. And it was a lot of people that criticized this man, said he is selling out. Conan, all sorts of stuff. And I was like, really? Uncle Denzel? One, 
This is the same dude that played Malcolm X, did Hurricane, did all of these movies for us. Been representing us really well for 30, 40 years. Mm. And then on two, it was just like really the statement. What is you mad about? So I just wanted to get your perspective on that. Because basically what he was saying is it starts with the family. Of course, you know, we do have to deal with the justice system. But the first place that we can affect change is in in the black community, is in our household. Mm. Black Twitter. Listen, I am never, ever, ever going to take away from what our people, black people, have went through and what they are still going through. Yet I feel like a handful of black people... um, Play the victim in a lot of situations. Um, And it's just like with this particular one, I don't see how like I literally can't comprehend how anyone could take what he said as like coonery. Like, I don't see how that's not common sense Mm -hmm. to people. I don't understand how people don't see how raising a child upright affects their future. So, I mean, for me, I feel like I say it. I don't know, bro. So many people on black Twitter be getting on my nerves. Like, it, he didn't say nothing wrong. Like, it's, it's common sense. And it's not just with black people. With, with any race or ethnicity, it starts at home. It starts when you bring that baby home from the hospital. It it even starts from when you're um, when you're in the womb. Because I feel like I've I know I've definitely seen um, seen studies that show I think either reading to your child when they're in the womb or playing music for them mm-hmm. in the belly, like kind of mm-hmm. I don't know. It's something um, something neuro- neurological, I guess, that affects them. But it's everything counts Mm -hmm. everything counts from when they get home to how you who's in their life to who's how you talk to them how you discipline them etc etc it all starts at home and i do know a lot of people who have not had either their mom or dad in their lives and i could see the difference where you know like it's i see it so i i 100 percent agree with Denzel, man, I can't wait for us to blow up because I feel like I don't agree a lot of times with like, I guess, the popular vote or the popular thing to agree with. Mm -hmm. And I would love to like challenge people on a larger platform and really like talk to people and figure out why, like, why is that coonery? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think? No, I'm just saying. Like I agree with you 100. percent He wasn't bashing black folks at all. Anybody in there, anybody who has a good father, and a lot of people will tell you who didn't have a good father. If they did, their life would be way different. Like Period. you know what I'm saying? Like it's like such it's common clear. sense to me. It's clear, and a lot of people who didn't have good fathers make sure they are good fathers because they don't want their kids to go through the same thing that they went through. Like, that's just a natural fact. Before it was a prison system, before it was any of that, it was the family. And if the family is set, 
Like you don't got to worry. You really don't have to worry about them for the most part when you got your stuff at home situated. It's when we get into a bad situation and then we're put, you know what I'm saying, into the hands of people who don't care about us. Then that's when it becomes an issue. You yep. know what I'm saying? Of course, we know it's, you know, sentencing that isn't right. And, you know, the stuff that goes on in there is horrible. But if we can stop a majority of them from even getting to that point, like that's a big part of the issue right there yep. that we can wipe out. So it's just like you said, it's common. It's common sense. Damn. And it's taking accountability. And I think that's the part that a lot of people don't like to do. Like, you got to be held accountable for your actions. Because like you said, it's what you do in the womb, of course. Um, and it starts at the home. But even before what you were saying, it's like when you pick a father, like who you going to have a child with? Yeah. You know, who's going to be the mother? And I'm saying that goes into it as well. So this is really something, you know, that has to be tackled. And if we can just come together on that and just understand that, being a good dad and being a good mom is important, you know, to the well-being of this child. It's essential. You know what I'm saying? It's essential. And it has to be a priority for them to have the best opportunity to make it through life. We know we got to navigate with police and everything else and all of that. But if we can give them a great foundation, they'll be a lot better equipped to deal with that, even if they do end up in some courtroom, you know. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? They'll be better equipped to deal with that. So, I feel like our a lot of people in our generation have the concept of family so backwards. I forget who I was talking to, but they were saying that... Um, basically, they were saying that they want to have a child before marriage. Like, they're, they're like not even really thinking about marriage mm-hmm. in general, actually. But they definitely want to have a child soon. And then my whole point was... Like, why would you make someone um, the mother of your flesh and blood and you're not even looking at them to be your wife? Mm -hmm. Like, I just can't. I just couldn't even understand that at all. Like, it's just like, if that's the case, then just go adopt the kid Mm -hmm. and just, you know, be your single parent or whatever. But if you're not even looking at who the mother or father of your child is going to be. It's just weird that they don't, people don't take that seriously. Mm -hmm. It's crazy who, like, who you choose to, I don't know. I feel like having kids is just such a blessing and, like, such a, I still feel like it's sacred. Like, it's like. Yeah, that's a good word. Sacred. And it's a big responsibility. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. And it's like people just, I don't know, they just kind of, everything's just kind of watered down now. Bottom line, if you niggas come for Denzel again, it's going to be a problem. See me, bro. (laughs) With the hands. See me. With the hands, bro. With the hands. So, anyway, that's about it. But, uh, you know, Imani, you know you're going to be out of commission for about a week or so. But hey, pray for me, y'all. We'll definitely send you prayers. You got anything you want to tell the people before you get out of here? Listen, I love you guys. And I went to a super, super dope networking thingy thing today. And I just want to say, keep going. I want to say I'm super proud of Mir because I feel like... Bro, whenever I need motivation, I could literally just look at you. Like, this man 
works so hard and he just like keeps going like just keeps going <laughs> like that energizer bunny those commercials nigga that's you i appreciate that yeah bro love you that. hey man we're gonna hustle till we get it man mark our words man we're gonna be on tv in the next year man facts facts keep sticking with us and uh like i said i love y'all i'm gonna have i, I think you know i'm gonna make sure uh for the ones that you're not here for, we're going to make sure we got some black women on for, like, these next two weeks. Dope mm. black women. And um, we can hold it down. You'll be in L.A. Yeah. for the next two? Next two weeks. So hold it down. Get some dope black females. Have a couple. This is our end of the year joint. End of the year. Uh, we got to do the New Year's joint, you know. So our first New Year's with y'all. So anyway. It's lit. It's lit, but yeah, tune in. Make sure you share this, please. Follow us, like, subscribe, and please review. Put put reviews on the iTunes and all that. Review, yee. share, rate, all that good stuff. Appreciate it. Yee, yee, yee. Good looking, y'all. I will see you guys in two weeks. Love you. Hakuna Matata, niggas. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>